Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to week two of our 21 Days of Prayer and Fasting podcast. My name is Mark Hopkins, and I'm with you for this week. And our focus for this week is all about salvation. Last week, it was about the presence and the power of, of God and keeping that in the middle of where we're at. But this week, we are talking about how to uh, focus on salvation and how to believe God for salvation to be in your house and in the house of the Lord. And my guest today is Bobby Harold. He's the pastor of our Wilson campus. And uh, I'm excited to be able to talk to you because he wrote that devotion that's in your devotional book. If you don't have that devotional book, you can go along to wavechurch.com and you'll be able to get a copy of that. And you'll be able to follow along with us as we go through each and every one of the scriptures that are listed there. So Bobby, welcome. Welcome to the 21 Days of Prayer and Fasting podcast. Oh, thanks, Mark. Excited to chat about this a little bit further today. Yeah, it's great to have you with us. Well, Bobby, you wrote that little uh, passage, that little uh, devotion. It was based around the passage 1 Timothy 2, verse 4. And it's that simply said, God desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of truth. I love that little passage. You know, that that passage, God desires all men or all people to be saved and come to the knowledge of truth. What, what did that mean? What does that mean to you? I mean, I, I think it's it's one of the most clear, uh, obvious scriptures in, in the Word of God, that it's God's desire that every single person, uh, whoever steps foot on this planet, will come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ and receive salvation. Um, it's God's heart for the world. It's why he sent Jesus to this earth, so that all men shall be saved. Uh, I think it's a beautiful passage of hope, and um, and just like we said, salvation. And in your little devotional, you talked about about needing a ride on lawnmower. How's your ride on lawnmower going? You know what? I am still using it to this day. And that uh, it, my quarter acre lawn, it needed a riding lawnmower because um, it's just easier. What can I say? And and that brought you into contact with someone that was truly in need of salvation. They truly needed to find Jesus in the midst of their situation and circumstance. And it, it did. It was a devastating, honestly devastating situation. I didn't know what I was walking into. Um, but um, his daughter and this family had two kids, a daughter and a son. The daughter had just got went through a pretty bad divorce, was living with them. The, the son had just passed away a few months prior. Um, and uh, God really used this moment um, as an opportunity for me to share the gospel with this man. Um uh, you know, a grown man in tears, um, just mm-hmm. almost talking about the gospel like he was like he had heard stories like from kids talking. Uh, I'll never forget when he's like, I, I heard that maybe even even criminals can go to heaven. Like he wow. said it with a question mark. <laughs> and uh, so it was really an incredible opportunity to share the gospel with him. And even that moment in itself sort of uh, I think I wrote it in the in the devotional. It sort of wrecked me. And it's it's a moment that I've thought about many times since. Right. Right. I mean, when we when we look at that passage and we apply the SOAP principle to it, the scripture, observation, application, and prayer, when we begin to observe and think about it, you know, when it, it talks about all men, God wants all men or all people to be saved. I find that just, that's so in your face because that's, you know, the, God actually truly wants people to come to know him. And, and a lot of people are looking yeah. for God. They're just looking in all the wrong places. I mean, yeah. No, I guess the question, you know, when it comes now where we're at, we're, we're, we're looking to pray for people to be saved. Why, why, do you, why do we pray for people to be saved, in your opinion? Where does that come from? I mean, a couple of things. One, um, when uh, 
when Peter declares that Jesus is the Son of God, the Messiah, mm. uh, Jesus says that God, the Father, has revealed this to you. Right. Um, and so, I mean, that right there is a, an obvious answer on why we would pray uh, to God for that. Uh, uh, the the prayer of a righteous man avails much. Um, uh, I think our, our prayers and our conversation with God, it does a couple of things. One, uh, obviously, it's sharing our heart with God, but it also reminds us as we're praying um, what what our focus and our priorities should be. I think it centers us on the things of God, um, as well as I believe God hears our prayers. And when God hears our prayers, God moves uh, mm. through faith, because of faith. Yeah, I love that passage in James. The prayer of a righteous man avails much. I mean, our prayers really do matter. You know, we we often say, people people often put down the power of prayer, like, you know, oh, we can only pray. Do you know that's one of the most powerful things you can actually do? A lot of people yeah. actually, when it comes to salvation, you know, there's a there's a thought going around that everyone's going to make it to heaven, so why bother? What would you say to that? Um, so Matthew 7, 21, uh, Jesus is speaking here, and it's been a while since I've read it directly, so I'm going to quote it as best I can. Uh, but Jesus, Jesus is speaking, and he says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter heaven, but only That's he right. who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Right. So if you were just to look at that, Practically speaking, Jesus says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter heaven, which implies mm-hmm. not everyone will go to heaven. Right. Uh, obviously, later Jesus says, anyone who calls on my name shall be saved. So right. we know the way to heaven is Jesus, but right. um, we know that is the only way. So it's not just a free pass. Everyone goes. Um, there actually are things that that God's written in his word that we are to do um, to accept Jesus in order to go there. So. Yeah, it it sounds uh, it sounds nice in one sense, but actually, I think it misses the gospel and Jesus's message altogether. Absolutely, I agree totally. It's funny how some people can take that view and whatever, but the power of prayer to see people find Jesus is so real. And you know, sometimes you know, you you're talking about how you're with that guy and you're in that situation, and it felt like, man, I just don't know what to say and what to do. And uh, you know, it's at that point that actually that's when God can work the best and when he can reveal his presence yeah. into people's lives and and utilize that. I, I guess there's one other question that I ask you in terms of salvation and praying for people and believing God for our families, because many people that are listening to this podcast are praying for their families and praying for their friends. Uh, how do you keep the passion for that? Oh, man. Um, yeah, well, I have family members who still don't know Jesus. I have friends yeah. uh, who don't know Jesus. Absolutely. And um, I just, sometimes I think about my own life. Um, I didn't find Jesus until I was a senior in high school. And um, I, I wonder where my life would have landed if I had, if Jesus had not have found me and, and I had not stepped into that relationship with him, committed my life to him. I, I wonder what life would look like. And if it, Honestly, I mean, I feel like that's a situation that that everyone could it would be in without Jesus. And so I find my my passion to continue to pray for the lost, sometimes just by remembering the fact that, well, Jesus picked me up out of nowhere for no right. reason right. Um, and chose to, to grab a hold of my life. And it mm. transformed who I was. It transformed my family. You know, I, my family's um, my dad was married and divorced, uh, I think, three times, had. Wow. Children from three different kids, alcoholic. Uh, there's a lot of family history of substance mm. abuse and whatnot in my past, a lot of history of divorce. 
And uh, my wife and I, we've been married. Megan and I have been married for 17 years, have three kids. And I believe our life looks different because of um, because our life is submitted to Christ. And so I want that for everybody. Um, And I I believe that's just a way to keep passion. If you remind yourself, okay, God brought me up out of what he brought me out of. And if he's done it for me, man, I want him to do it for everybody else. Um, And so maybe that's one practical way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, look, I, I, and I think the other factor that we've got to be reminded of is, you know, our prayers are powerful and praying for our family and friends uh, is is one of the most powerful and most influential things we can do. And we can believe God to speak through us and to lead us in our prayers and to begin to to just know what to pray for and how to pray for them. And sometimes, you know, you feel so like, oh, man, I just don't know what to pray for. And that's where the power of the Holy Spirit comes in, you know. I've been yeah. praying for our family for so long, and I'm believing God for for salvation to continue to to come into our extended family, my wife and I, and we're just believing God for that, and we we trust in Him that because at the end of the day, that's He's more desiring of that than we are, and we yeah. can play a part and partner with Him as we pray and fast together for breakthrough and increase to see people's lives changed and them to come into the church and come into relationship with people and. Uh, I think that's an exciting day uh, to be alive. Uh, and yeah. I just, I just, yeah, it's great. It's great to be able to pray for it. Bobby, just the last thought, uh, you know, that I, I had is, you know, is prayer all we need to do? I mean, obviously, uh, no, prayer is not all we need to do. Uh, James, uh, faith without works uh, is dead. So, of course, we need to pray, but we need to also be the type of people who have bold conversations who show the love of Christ, who show generosity with our time, uh, with our talents, with, uh, with, with what we have, with what God's blessed us with. We should be generous. We should uh, be aware of our words, our conversations. We should be bold, speak the truth in love. There's so many things the scripture says, uh, but essentially I think it boils down to that conversation James is having uh, in his epistle where he's saying, hey, faith without works is dead. Yeah. It's useless is actually uh, one of the translations says. Right. And so I believe uh, if we're going to pray for people, uh, it's it's also reminding ourselves, God, help me to help me to see the lost when wow. I'm out today. Help me to yeah. be aware of my conversations, of the impact of the conversation, the fruit that will happen from the conversation. So I, I believe um, it's an all encompassing thing that a believer's life should be. Um, it's not just about prayer. It's not just about the faith, but it's about the fruit uh, and the good works that comes from our faith right, being applied right. in our day to day. Right. So, you know, when, when you think about this passage and you think about the, uh, you know, what we've just been talking about, that God is willing, he's looking for all people to, to get saved, all people to come into relationship with him. That means that we can pray in agreement with him. That means that we can get about and begin to believe him to do an amazing thing in people's lives. So we've got confidence when we pray. So everyone out there today that are listening along, let's be encouraged today as we pray and as we fast for our loved ones and friends and family, that it's even our enemies, even people don't like, let's believe God for them as well. They need, they need Jesus just as much, but let's, let's be confident in the fact as we apply this scripture, God is willing that all people be saved. Let's, let's be confident as we pray that God is hearing our prayers and actually working in their lives. Bobby, would you pray for us today and just believe God for, for everyone in their situation, circumstance, and their friends and family? Yeah. Uh, let's pray. Jesus, we thank you. Um, we thank you that it is your desire that all uh, 
all people should be saved, God. And we just pray today for each and every person listening to this podcast. We pray for the interactions that they may have. We pray uh, for their family members, for their friends that do not yet know Jesus. We pray, God, that you will give them the words to speak, the the actions uh, to Mm. do, God, the love to show. Uh, We pray, God, uh, for divine encounters, God, and and we pray for fruit that will will come, God, that that miracle stories of people who should who you would have never thought would have uh, accepted salvation from God will give their life uh, in this season. So we thank you for it as we're praying, we're fasting. Let us believe full of faith, knowing that it's your desire to see them saved in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Well, I'm excited about 2023 and how we're setting up the year for an incredible breakthrough in our families and friends. And it's going to be a great time. And tomorrow, you can join me tomorrow. I'm with Mike Anderson. You're going to find out more about him as we continue on in our devotional series podcast. And we're just we're excited about what God's going to do. Thanks, Bobby. Thanks for your time. You're welcome. Thanks, Mike. Day.